It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, lovely Pod Diva listener. My name is Roxy. I'm the editor of Diva. In 1994, the very first issue of Diva magazine came out. And so did Heather Peace. I couldn't think of anybody more perfect to celebrate the historic 300th issue of Diva than the amazing actor, singer-songwriter and, let's be honest, total heartthrob. In this conversation, Heather opens up about the journey that she's been on from what it was like coming out in the 90s to how she became a lesbian icon when she starred in the biggest queer TV show of its time, Lip Service. We also talk about her new role, butching up Albert Square as Eve Unwin in EastEnders. And Heather shares the hilarious, quintessentially lesbian love story of how she met her wife. This is such a special interview, so I really hope you enjoy it. And once you've had a listen, go and grab yourself a copy of the collectible, super spangly, super jam-packed 300th issue of Diva magazine. Heather, lovely, lovely Heather, Heather Piss. (laughs) You are our amazing cover star for Diva's 300th issue. Now, how do you feel about being on the cover of the 300th ever issue of Diva? I'm absolutely made up, like when the offer came through. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really made up. Everybody knows what Diva meant to me coming out age 19 and it sort of being up on the top shelf with other lads mags and things like that. I mean, now it's in, I quite often find it in the hobbies section, which uh, <laughs> does make me laugh it, but at least it's a promotion from being on the, on the top shelf, you know, and, and, and quite often you'd go to the till with it sort of rolled up before you like paid for it. So yeah, I, I mean, absolutely made up. Yeah, thank you for asking me. I mean, seriously, it's great. Yeah, but of course, of course, Heather, when it was like, okay, we need to do something special, for Diva, the big 300th birthday Christmas bonanza, you <laughs> you were who I wanted. I'm like, who is more oh, iconic and gorgeous and trailblazing? Oh, and I love the I love the parallel between Diva's story and your story. Like, I love the idea that you know it came into your life when you were at a certain time in your life and exploring your sexuality. And then I love. I just love the, the, the connection there. I think it's a very beautiful it's absolutely. connection. Absolutely. I mean, it was, it was about the magazine. It was about, you know, who, who was out there doing whatever. But I mean, for us at that time, pre sort of 
social media or or any of that stuff it was finding out where the where the weekly monthly nights were happening you know you move from manchester to london and it's not your stomping ground i've been in manchester come out in manchester sort of knew what was going on there moved to london and then you wanted to find out where are all the lesbians going you know and uh, it was all there at the back of the magazine telling you that I used to go to uh, Ducky at the Vauxhall Tavern and there was one out at, um, oh gosh, you had to get on so many trains, uh, something green, Norwood Green, oh. there was a lesbian night at a, at a club there and it was, you know, it was quite a mission to get to and there was all these sorts of things the clubs would be, so there was candy bar and there was, oh, there was Vespa Lounge, oh, that yeah. had pool tables, so that was good. Um, yeah, so you'd, you'd find out all your all your local information on um, where you could meet your um, your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And what do you think 19-year-old Heather would think if she knew that you were going to be on the 300th ever issue of Diva? <sighs> honestly, honestly, can't really get my head around it. So back, back 20-odd years ago when... I was threatened by the news of the world to be outed um, in not in a in really quite salacious way. It wasn't, it wasn't, they'd always just managed to find an angle that was made it dirty or something. Mm. And, um, and I was sort of told not to be out. So to be out and proud and, and have been so for what, probably about 15 years now. Yeah, I, I just never, I just never thought that you could have it all. I never thought. You, you look back at being nineteen, and I've said this a lot recently. But when you came out back then, Section Twenty Eight was still in. We were mm. still blowing our whistles in front of the Houses of Parliament. Pride was a protest going past Westminster, you know, and and was it was sad. When you came out back then, you were essentially giving up. The idea of ever being married or certainly ever having kids i know there was a few trailblazers that did manage to do that and more power to them but i didn't have that in me to be one of those trailblazers and i feel so emotional about it now like thinking there was a sadness in coming out because i love i've always loved kids and and you, was, you were for me giving that up really and and now look i'm on the 300th cover of diva i've got a career ish and um, I've got three kids and a wife. I mean, yeah, when I sort of put it like that, I actually feel quite emotional. It's it's amazing. I do feel like I've won the lottery, that I've got it all. Yeah. Good. It is emotional. It is emotional, love. It's, it, but it's a good emotion, isn't it? Because you've got yeah. this gorgeous, gorgeous family. You're doing so well. And like you say, you would have thought that who you are intrinsically would have held you back from experiencing some of those things, but you've still, yeah. you've still got them. It's wonderful. I would have done it 10 years earlier though, Roxy, to be fair, like <laughs> it, it, having three very smalls at my age can be quite exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. But no, I'm kidding. No, I, do you know what, I haven't, met, I haven't met Ellie then anyway, so all the timing worked out quite well, yeah. And then, so in 1994, in April 1994, the first ever issue of Diva came out. Do you know where you were in your life at that time? Yeah, I'd kissed my first girl in 94. Oh my goodness, you've got to tell me about that. Tell me about the first time you kissed a girl. Uh, the heavens opened when I kissed my first girl. And we were sat on the wall in Canal Street and she was a girl in my year at drama school, quite a bit older than me. I knew that she was a lesbian and I'd got we just started hanging out and I was getting it was really confusing 
it's getting you know yeah I, I, all i can say is all that stuff that everyone talks about like been, not being able to find the right thing to say or trying to crack a joke and it's not funny feeling really awkward around someone that's how it felt when we kissed on the wall in canal street that it was a boiling hot summer's day and the heavens opened and then we got on the bus back to hers and there was steam <laughs> literal steam <laughs> coming off the wet clothes <laughs> so yeah no, i won't go any further than that no that's all right sweetheart you don't have to give any more details than that i just love yeah. the kissing in the rain it's so you know it could be from queer as folk couldn't it on canal street it's just i literally gorgeous. wrote a song about it because of that called here in my heaven but it is like that's exactly what it was amazing so you you came out in your personal life around the same time that diva came out on the shelves how long do you think it took you to kind of come to terms with being a lesbian i was still going to church i was still going to the catholic church so but because i wasn't at my community church back in bradford where i sung and i was a big part of the of the church community i suddenly sort of found myself in a church in manchester where nobody knew who i was and i'd sit at the back and then I came out and then obviously I knew what the church thought about uh, LGBT and um, yeah, I suddenly just stopped going to church. It just all didn't sit right. Mm. And Sundays was weird because all of my life, every Sunday was taken up with church and grandma's house. So I'd never had a free Sunday. So Sundays like used to send me into a bit of a, a bit of a spin, a bit of a panic. So instead I got myself a jazz gig in Velvet on Canal Street. And so I, I did a jazz residency there for about um, three if not four years and it's it's weird but it felt like it filled that hole so mm. it was somewhere that I needed to be on a Sunday because the first few weeks of not going to church was just I just it must be the Catholic guilt and everything else it was just not okay felt a bit lost so then I didn't tell my parents for 18 months uh, I wrongly presumed what my mum's reaction would be because of the Catholicism the girl that I kissed left after about 18 months and it was a bit of a shock I didn't see it coming and so at that point I went because I just still was kidding myself that it was just an obsession with her at that point I just was confronted with the heartbreak and um, my first real one and whether whether I was a lesbian yeah so I started having panic attacks the only time I like really quite severe. I thought I was dying the first time it happened. Anyone who was like first their first panic mm. attack, you think this is this must be a heart attack because mm. I literally I, I literally feel like it's going to tear out my chest. And um, so a mate of mine, Liz Hume Dawson, her name is. I'm gonna gonna put her name out there. She's an actress actually. Liz Hume Dawson, bit older than me. I didn't drive. She said I'm putting you in your car. She was from Bradford putting you in the car we're going across the m62 and i'll wait outside and you're gonna go tell your mum and dad so i did and I'd, i told my brother already yeah. so he was all prepped he was at my mum and dad's for me to come home for the big reveal and i just told him and then left and left it to him <laughs> <laughs> did a runner back over the m62 back to manchester so i mean they were amazing they were amazing i think and i think as soon as i saw my parents then it started to sit a bit easier. I never ever told my grandparents, unfortunately. Right. I did try a couple of times, but it didn't go so well. Yeah. Uh, my nan sort of said, mm, I know what you're trying to tell me, but please don't, because mm. what you're trying to tell me is actually a sin. Mm. So I sort of was like, okay, I'll leave that there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. And I guess when they passed away, then everybody knew. 
thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing all that. Love. It's really, it's really nice that you that you're opening up. I really appreciate that. I can see that's that's a, it's a tough time, isn't it? It's a tender, yeah. tough, difficult, bloody time. Pod Diva. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So you, you're at drama school, then you become a professional actor, but you stayed not out in your professional life for quite some time. What, what, what were those years like? Oh, not only only in the only in the press. Yes. Really, like all all cast and crew and everybody else knew. You know, it just wasn't advisable. I think as well because I always played the girl in a man's world. Mm. They never they never told me at London's Burning not to be out, to right. be fair to them. Honestly nobody dare. Mm. Nobody dare and I'm quite I'm quite embarrassed that I didn't I mean, Sophie Ward was a trailblazer. I mean she literally I've told her to her face, I've said you literally are like an actual hero because you followed that whole story with, with her and the village affair and mm. her then coming out in the press and they were just awful. The press were just awful. And they, 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 like I say, they always made it, no matter what it was, they could make it sound salacious mm. or 
dirty or put a spin on it that was just unsavoury. So it was really scary. And then was it lip service? Was it getting that part that finally you thought, okay, I'm going to take the plunge and, and be open with yeah, the press Yeah, I mean, my agent actually said to me, if you take this job, you're going to have to talk about your sexuality and are you ready? And um, quite frankly, if I wasn't ready by that point, that would have been ridiculous because I was like 34, <laughs> you know. And I just felt like, yeah, now's the time. And now's the time to really open up and talk about all of it. And I'd had a really nice career at that point as well. So I thought, yeah. even if this like literally goes down the pan, mm. I've done a good like 15 years of this stuff. So I could do something else. I think I was ready to go. It was a bit like, what do you call it? Switch or bust. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, it was, a, it, was, it was a moment where you go, this, I, people might not hire me again. But um, times had changed by that point. So I was, yeah, I wasn't that brave. <laughs> times had changed for sure. But you still were brave because you were part of, like, the biggest lesbian show and you were, and you did come out. Like, I remember that moment. I remember that being a huge thing. You were, sweetheart. I definitely would consider you a trailblazer. But we're all standing on other people's shoulders, I guess, aren't we? Like, you're talking about lovely Sophie. But I definitely think of you as one as well. I I, should have done it sooner, but who's to say if I'd have done it sooner that I would have ever been in lip service? So, Mm. you know, you just just don't know. And and, and with hindsight, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but... um... I, f- I felt ready. I think I think when you when you come out, it's funny how everything else about your life starts to like slot into place mm. in the sense of suddenly I knew what my politics were, I knew what I thought about various things in life and justices, what I cared about, what what really mattered. Mm. That by the time I was thirty four, yeah. like I felt solid in myself as a woman. Mm. I knew because because yeah, I, I knew who I was as a woman, and and so there wasn't a lot that could touch me if if that makes sense. It's like it, well, it doesn't matter because I know I'm a decent person and I know what I believe in and I know yeah. And then I'd love to ask, so from when you were in lip service to where we are now, how much do you think representation of um, lesbians, LGBTQI people, how much do you think that's changed on TV and in film? I think it's changed massively. And I think the main change, just from watching the content that I watch, take something like Call My Agent, Mm. you know, the gorgeous French agent, she just happens to be a lesbian. I think what's really, really cool is the integration of LGBT, where it's not the focal issue, where that's just a little add-on and you're really thrilled when you realise she is. Do you know what I mean? It's like a wicked show. She's an agent. It's mostly about that. She's really hot and um, oh, great. And she's, she's one of us. And I think that that's happening in quite a lot of shows. You know, I think it's still important. It would be nice to see something else like lip service again, mm where, you know, the fact is that if you are a lesbian and suddenly you get in my situation where you've got three kids and you live in a lovely Brighton community where actually most of our mates are straight, actually, but this is the first time in my life that's happened. Pre-kids, like, I would tend to hang out with predominantly uh, gay guys and lesbian women and bi bi men and women, you know? That that was our social life. And I think there is space for those series mm. uh, where the you know the straight people are the people on the periphery, <laughs> you know, whereas there's, 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 there could be a show where it's predominantly gay. It just represents another side of life. Mm. Um, but I, but I do think that the that it's a wonderful thing that we're seeing our community popping up in all sorts of places where it's not the focal point. 
where we don't have to have um, a coming out story or, you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm. And this brings us nicely onto your fabulous new role in everyone's favourite show. <laughs> East, you're in EastEnders, sweetheart. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a complete curveball. It is a curveball. Between doing the self-tape, self-tape, seriously, any actor out there knows <laughs> what we feel about self-tapes. Between doing the self-tape and actually being on Albert Square was two weeks like I, I didn't really know. <laughs> what's your What's your favourite thing about Eve about playing her? I like the fact that they've just let me they've let me give the remit about kind of what she wears, who she is. I've tried to give her some swagger. Yeah. I've tried to go to the butcher end of the spectrum, even though quite a lot of my uh, very uh, butch friends will just laugh in my face if I like to say if I like to consider myself a little bit butch, they just laugh in my face. <laughs> Um, but I like to think that I've, I've gone somewhere along towards that, that, that end of that spectrum. So, yeah, I mean, the minute it said uh, functional, comfortable clothes as a character description, I thought, I'm in. Because I, mean, <laughs> I see Lacey Turner in the boots like that complaining and I'm just in my New Balance trainers and I'm happy. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think, I think they've, made it, they've made her quite funny. They've made her quite light light at this point lots of great one-liners and um, so hopefully i'm just bringing a bit of joy and a bit of fun to the show that's certainly my aim anyway at the moment and then we'll see what happens oh you definitely are you definitely are from the ones i've been watching at the moment the only thing i'm gutted about is i was so here for you and Lacey being like a saucy little couple like i was really i yeah, was really I up know, for that. Do you know what? i think like if we're talking about truth mm. i think this is truer I also think that there's an amazing dynamic that we're already into and exploring of this formidable friendship. Mm. And and that's what me and Lacey are trying to do. And we, we're great mates and um, we're trying to create this incredible female duo yeah. that get up to a lot of this, that and the other, support each other completely. And I think, has it been a relationship that's been massively explored? The straight girl and the lesbian girl who are super, super close friends and don't actually cross that boundary. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's a new a new relationship and, and a true relationship. Mm. I've got so many straight girlfriends. Yeah. You know, and I think I think let's look at that and, and see what that is. Definitely. Oh no, I love them as a duo. I love them as a friendship <laughs> duo too. For sure, for sure. So we've got to be very careful. We don't want to give any sort of spoilers. I don't want to get you in any trouble with any big wigs at EastEnders. But if Eve was going to have a love interest, what sort of woman do you think she would go for? I think she likes to be kept on her toes. I think the kind of woman that she would go for would be incredibly complex. I don't think she likes things easy. She's super bright and she needs to be kept entertained. So, yeah, a complex, intelligent, savvy woman who can probably give her a run for her money because I, I think she's in it for the game to a degree as well that she can, you know, and um, ultimately someone who can beat her at that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts as well, Heather, about specifically queer representation in soaps. So I think this is another really interesting, a really interesting parallel with the story of Diva. So the year that Diva came out, 94, it was about that time that Brookside had the first pre-watershed two women kissing and it was on a soap. 
And here we are now again talking about this kind of lesbian queer representation in soap operas. What do you think is the very specific kind of power of having this visibility in something that is in so many homes as EastEnders, as Brookside? Uh, I hate to use the word because and anyone who ever uses this word in these terms always says I hate to use the word normalise. But it becomes, I think, you know, when we had our civil partnership, me and Els have, have said that we kind of opted for, like, um, I had a white jacket and black trousers, and she had this beautiful, Alexander McQueen it was, beautiful shirt, white shirt and black trousers, and we didn't go for the two wedding dresses, and this was 2013. And actually, I don't know that I would now either, because I genuinely don't really wear dresses, but we didn't look at it as an option. And, and we've talked about this recently and gone, is that a little bit of internalised homophobia? Because mm. it was something that we hadn't seen at that point. It felt odd to us, even though we're the lesbians. Yeah. It's yeah. because it wasn't... And now I've seen, like, so many friends get married into both in wedding dresses, and, and it, it just... It doesn't jar at all. So even from, like, you know, two lesbian women who didn't even see that as an option because it was still a bit odd back then, I think that's what representation does within soaps it stops jarring on people the more you mm. see a man and a man kiss and love each other or a woman and a woman and it's taken out of that terrible pornographic context where it's it's love i think i just think it stops so many people who don't live within the circles that we live in it just stops being odd mm. and and that in, in 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 its own way just makes a change I was I was doing um like a, a deep dive, deep Heather Peace dive, reading all these other, <laughs> which sounds dodgy. Sorry, love, didn't mean that to sound dodgy. Sorry. Let's rephrase that. Didn't mean to make anyone uncomfortable. Uh, sorry, love. So I was in preparation, <laughs> in preparation for this interview, because this is the ninth time you've been on the cover. So I was reading all the old uh, cover interviews, including ones from, you know, 10 plus years ago. And am I right that you met Ellie playing football? I did. We were the left wing of Whitehawk football team. She was the left back and I was the left forward. It is your classic lesbian love story. <laughs> and she used to scream at me to get back because I, I used to glory hunt. I used to glory on, I scored a lot of goals, to be fair, Roxy. Yeah. But I should have been defending a bit more than I was. But I always say to her, I knew you'd got it. I knew you had it covered so I could go for goal. And that's pretty much how we are in life. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. We knew, we knew each other for eight years before we got together. That's mad. Like that you I can literally have... remember the first time I saw her. And she came, she, she was only 21. She came, but she was with a girlfriend at the time who was now a really, really good friend of ours, obviously, yeah. as it happens in lesbians <laughs> and after relationships. Yeah. Uh, Ruth is one of our best mates, literally comes on holiday with us. So she'd been with her for ages. I was 27 or 28. She was 21 or 22. She came down to check out the football club, was moving down from London. We were at the end of a training session and she said I had my back, backwards baseball cap on. And when I saw her come to the stands, I just thought, oh my God, who's that? She's, she's so fit. So I started doing keepy up as well. The manager's talking. I was doing that show off thing of like, doing keep like, like a teenage boy. So she said funny. she remembers looking at her thinking, what a knob. <laughs> <laughs> but then she was, she was with her. Yeah. And then, and then after she wasn't with her, I'd met someone else. So it never actually, 
was perfect timing until it was perfect timing. And actually, to be fair, if we'd have got together then, I would have definitely messed it up. Right. So it was it was all in the timing. That's so, so funny that your first thought of her was, gosh, she's so fit, and hers was, what a <laughs> knob. <laughs> I love that. For sure, for sure. It's like, what's she doing? <laughs> Heather Peace, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you and thank you so much for being our fantastic, celebratory 300th issue cover star. You look absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I did actually come home and I felt it almost like, almost gave me like a little confidence boost, which was really nice. So thank you and thanks for going down the route that we went down with it. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQI plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.